meeting on uh, <coughs> Wednesday the 26th of October. Um, item 1, apologies for absence and declarations of interest. Uh, Councillor Dean uh, sent his apologies. Any declarations of interest? Um, I do have one speaker, um, uh, Mr MacDonald, against item 6, but the uh, practice at um, um, Cabinet is that the, any public speaking is taken at the start of the meeting, uh, so I think it's appropriate now, before we get into any other further business, to ask Mr MacDonald to address Cabinet. Thank you. Um, good evening. Uh, my name is Ken MacDonald. I've lived in Uttlesford for the last 35 years. Uh, I'd like to make it clear that I have no loyalty or leaning to any political party. I only wish to see Uttlesford develop a sound plan, a local plan, uh, that passes inspection and does not destroy the character of our district. I was surprised, delighted and somewhat puzzled by last week's announcement of a pause in your deliberations especially by the news that an independent consultant has been asked to review progress, something I've been asking for for many months. I hope this period will be seized upon as an opportunity to achieve three things. Firstly, for the independent review to consider the weaknesses that have been identified in the Schmar. Its lack of audit trails echoes a fundamental reason for the failure of the 2014 plan, and I'm sure none of us want to see that repeated. Secondly, that the independent review considers the case for a lower house-building target based on longer-term trends and not just the exceptional period of airport-related house-building and considers whether such a basis might find acceptance of that at the examination in public. And thirdly, that you take time to understand the assumptions that underlie your plan and understand how those assumptions have led to a plan that seeks an increase of 38% 38% in housing stock over just 22 years. Would you be able to stand up in the dock and defend detailed challenges such as those that I've raised? I've been unable to find, uh, sorry, I've been able to, unable to follow audit trail, find or follow audit trails to the key conclusions in the Schmar, most notably the number of houses needed in Uttlesford. I'm a chartered accountant familiar with analysing figures. Now, if I can't follow the calculations, I suspect most, me most reasonable people, including councillors and inspectors, will also not be able to. I've been arguing that UDC is seeking to build far more houses than it needs, firstly because the Schmar failed to take account of local circumstances, and secondly, the over-willingness by councillors to rely on the figures emanating from the failed 2014 plan. In 2014, the same fundamental forecasting mistake was made, basing future need on an atypical base period of exceptional airport-related house building. I've been pursuing these points for almost a year. My background as an independent, numerate person with audit experience, and I hope a reputation for tenacity, appears to have counted for nothing. I've seen no glimmer of any attention being paid to my concerns, concerns that often have been supported by a fellow chartered accountant, Mike Young. I know accountants are boring, but we also tend to understand difficult or complex issues relating to numbers and forecasts. We also tend not to give up too easily. Please, please take time to understand what it is that you are proposing in this local plan. 
Thank you, Mr. MacDonald. Um, as you're aware, item six, uh, the local plan consultation, has been withdrawn from the agenda this evening, uh, but both members of Cabinet and uh, officers, and you have two particularly relevant officers, will, I'm sure, be taking full account of the comments that you've made. So thank you. John. Oh, thank you. Um, item two, questions or statements from non-executive members of the council. Item three, uh, I'm sorry, I understand that uh, we don't have the minutes of the last meeting, is that correct? Yeah. Right, okay. It's your, so they will be taken at the next meeting. Okay, right. Thank you. Um, item three is matters referred to the executive. Item four, reports from performance and audit and scrutiny. Item 5, Refugee Working Group, Councillor Redfern. Thank you, um, Chairman. Um, I'd just like to report that we have a family of uh, refugees um, successfully housed in the district um, and they are being well supported by um, the um, appropriate bodies. Uh, we are not expecting to hear anything else until after Christmas as to whether or not we, we would be expecting to take any more um, refugees at this time, but I obviously will keep everyone updated as and when we hear more information. Thank you. Any questions to Councillor Ruffin? Thank you for that update. Uh, item 7, Scrutiny Enforcement Review. I call Councillor Howell. Thank you, Leader Councillors. Um, you'll have in front of you an extract from the minutes of the Scrutiny Committee that looked at enforcement um, and also uh, an, appendix, uh, an appendix which uh, deals with the same issue. Um, I attended the, the meeting of the Scrutiny Committee on the 6th of um, September uh, where this uh, paper was presented uh, and I'd refer you, if, if you have a paper version, to page 7 of the minutes uh, of, of the pack where, the min where it's minuted that, that I uh, welcomed the report. I found it very useful and I was pleased that the reporting of the enforcement uh, action by Ward will be returning in due course. Uh, you'll note from the minutes we've uh, increased the resources within enforcement recently. We have plans to ensure that there is a, a, a routine report circulated to parish councillors and to councillors on enforcement actions. Um, I think there's a, a, a measure in which we need to do a, a degree of educating within the Council and understanding what expediency means, but in broad terms, I think the, the report was very much welcomed. Um, I noted the contents and I'd like to bring back a report to Cabinet in due course that reflects some of the, the recommendations contained in scrutiny uh, and looks in, in general terms at how we undertake enforcement within the Council and how we can improve on what we do. Thank you. Thank you. Is there a recommendation? That is your recommendation. Any questions of uh, Councillor Howell? Thank you. And we thank the Scrutiny Committee for its piece of work, which, as uh, Councillor Howell has said, um, will form the basis of, of our strategy. Do you have an indication of time when that's coming back, Councillor Howell? I'm very much dependent on, on, on Mr. Webb, I think, and, our, um, and also our, our, our legal officer on the timetable for that. Sorry? Oh, I beg your pardon. Roger reminds me that I'm looking at the wrong person. <laughs> it is going to be Roger Harborough who's going to advise me on the timetable. <laughs> Shortly, no doubt. Mr. Harborough. Use mine. 
Yes, I, I'm currently it's my intention to bring a report to the next uh, meeting of Cabinet, but that will be subject to other work pressures permitting progress. Okay. It's, it's in a tight time frame. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, as uh, we've said on a public occasion, I think there's cross-party support for a strong and robust uh, enforcement um, strategy at Uttlesford in a number of different areas, so we very much look forward to that, and as I say, thank the Scrutiny Committee for their very helpful piece of work. Thank you. Um, those in favour of the recommendation? Carried unanimously. Thank you. Item 8, Station Road, Wendon Zambo, Councillor Redfern. Thank you, Chairman. Um, this is a um, small piece of land that the Housing Revenue Account owns in um, Station um, Road in Wendon Zambo. What it is, is um, it's two garden reductions that we had, and um, so we put in a planning application to put a um, small property on there. It now um, transpires that actually it's not economically viable for us as a, um, as a housing revenue account to build a one small property. So what we're asking for permission to do at this time is to put this... Uh, plot on the open market and obviously any income we receive from that will then be used to develop other affordable housing within the district. Um, we have, it has gone through um, the Tenant Forum Housing Board and obviously the Planning Committee as well. Um, we have looked at whether or not we could do something else because obviously there is quite a big car park at, um, at this particular location and we looked at whether or not we could do something there because as you know we're very keen on um, developing um, underused garage sites but actually because of the right to buy that's been exercised by quite a lot of properties that surround that there's so many rights of way and different things that it's not possible for us to put um, houses on the car park it's something we may look at in the future what we can do but at the moment what I'm asking for is um, permission to take this small um, piece of land which has got planning permission for a bungalow on to the open market so that is my recommendation please recognising that the proceeds of the sale will go back into Absolutely. social housing yeah, yeah. I'm Thank happy to second that chairman Thank you. Any questions or comments? I'm always minded that these have already been through Housing Board, which is, I think, a very important stage in the process, because that very much includes the tenants. No other questions? We have a seconder. The recommendation is that the Cabinet ratifies the recommendation made by the Housing Board on the 7th of June 2016. Those in favour? Thank you. Carried unanimously. Item 9, uh, development site, Frambury Lane. Councillor Julie Redfern. Thank you again. Um, this is um, another um, garage site in Newport. I think actually the garages don't exist on this site anymore. Um, but you'll see by the attachment that we've had some plans drawn up um, for um, five properties on this site. This seems to be the best um, layout of this particular site. Um, we, had, we did look at whether or not it was something that we could um, put market housing on, but actually um, because of various um, uh, limits on the site, it actually would appear to be better for us as a council for us to put our own affordable housing on this. So I'm just here to ask if, it's, if I can have agreement um, to take this proposal through the planning process to get permission to um, 
apply for these five houses and again this will have been through housing board and um, tenants forum so the request is that I can take this um, further through the planning process please do I have a seconder for this councillor Wells thank you can I ask whether you've discussed this with the um, Newport Parish Council um, Doug Malins is, uh, we're always in communication with um, Newport Parish Council because obviously we've got um, another quite large site there and once this has gone through here, I spoke to Doug today, he will be going to Newport Parish Council to talk to them about what we're, what we're planning to do. That so, is important. Oh, we absolutely. We, we do try to um, keep all the parish councils involved. And uh, my understanding is that uh, you may have to sell maybe one or more than one to finance the scheme and to ensure there's adequate funding for the HRA? Um, no, well, we are, we are in a position to, um, to fund these without having to sell them. They're slightly different. The, because of the, the shape of the site, they're slightly different to what we would normally do. And they are um, slightly more expensive than we would normally spend. But as we're the landowners at this moment, it's our intention to retain them, whether or not we... Uh, change that plan obviously if we do we'd, we'd come back to uh, cabinet well it'd have to go through um, tenants forum and housing board but at, the, at this moment in time it's our intention just to gain um, the planning permission with the intention of us actually um, building them as um, council housing at this time okay excellent council lodge thank you chairman um it's Bit of a, almost a philosophical issue here as to, as to what, when we do actually take properties into, into Aspire. Um, here we've got zero, zero land costs. The building costs look, look massive to me. Um, is anything ever going to get into Aspire for, for, for to reap the benefits in that way? I, I'll answer the Aspire bit and uh, let Councillor Redfern uh, talk about the building costs. Um, there, there, this is obviously is owned by HR. The, the housing revenue account so there would have to be a sale because it is, it is a completely separate um, part of the council uh, uh, so that's what makes it uh, quite expensive for a spa and not a particularly attractive economic but we will council lodge come to you very shortly with a number of a spa and other investment ideas so um, that that will be within the next two to three weeks so um, we come back on that. The, the H60 is pure building, Councillor Redford, is that correct? Yeah. And do, are, we, are we allowed to know what the transfer price of the land will be? There, there is no transfer price of the land. The land already belongs to the housing revenue account. And that is... Uh, so if what, what originally we were thinking was that we may get... If you sort of see the two things, the general account and the housing revenue account, okay. as two separate businesses. I think I understand that. Yeah, yeah I didn't. As a member for housing revenue account, we were always going to want to get planning permission on the land and then sell it at market value, and that makes it more expensive. It made it too expensive for um, Aspire, but because we actually own the land, as the housing revenue account owns yeah. that land, there's no land cost. Yeah, to so us. I can see if it says within the HRA, yeah. I can understand there's an ill yeah. transaction. Yeah. But for the, for the business case comparator, you would have had to have put in a price to do that comparison. Yeah, but I which think... Which is, what would that have been? I thought Adrian might know. The, the, we had a, that 
valued by our valuers on the basis of it having planning permission for five, year, five houses and the land value with that planning permission is 710,000. So the time you then add the build costs, clearly that makes five properties. Uh, there's not a lot of margin. It was the transfer from HRA to the general account that would have made it unattractive for Aspire. Yes, so are we, we're, but we are going to find something that will be attractive. We most certainly are. Well, yeah, we, okay. absolute, we absolutely Thank are. Thank uh, one final question, Councillor Redfern. Uh, I think you've answered it already, but these are council, not um, housing association homes. Yeah, this land belongs to, belongs to us, so these will be funded by the um, housing revenue accounts and they will be council-owned properties. And we do have to keep having a programme of um, properties that we're building ourselves because obviously people are ex exercising their right to buy and we need to use um, the receipt we're allowed to keep from that. We need to use on new buildings. Um, so we do have to keep a programme going just to do that because we don't want to be handing any money back that we don't need to but that is one of the one of the things so yes these will belong to belong to us so in, in summary this is a very positive story that we're we're increasing our housing stock our, i would say so yes our, our council housing yes. stock yes okay the recommendation is that cabinet ratifies the recommendation made by housing board on the 6th of october 2016 we have a seconder those in favor Carried unanimously. Thank you very much. Just for the um, records uh, and the minutes, um, I didn't ask for a seconder for the first item, if I could have one. Councillor Barker, just for the records, Maggie. Thank you. Item 10, leader and others. Is, is that me doing that? <laughs> Okay, updating, or did, did you want to speak? So, updating the council scheme of um, delegation, um, that the executive approves the amendments to its scheme of delegation annexed to this report. And I think for the benefit of uh, that we do have some listeners out there, um, I will, uh, if you'll bear with me, just quickly read through that appendix. So, under, there are two columns, power and then uh, executive delegation uh, and then responsibility. So, number one, to authorise the institution defence participation in withdrawal or compromise of any claims or legal proceedings civil or criminal including the making of appeals responsibility head of legal services the second uh, delegation to give necessary legal authorization to officers of the council to appear before any courts or tribunals responsibility is the head of legal services I, number three to issue any statutory notices and certificates and the responsibility is the head of legal services number four is to deal with the non-contentious applications under the scrap metal dealers act 2013 the responsibility lies with the assistant director housing and environment Item 5, which is in a number of sections, the following functions under the Antisocial Behaviour Crime and Policing Act of 2014 include power to issue community protection notices under section 43 subsection 2, the power to authorise remedial work under section 47 or pursuant to remedial to a remedial order made under section 49 subsection 3 and thirdly power to issue fixed penalty notices under sections 52 and 68 and that responsibility lies with the assistant director housing and environment i don't know if you wish to add anything chief executive oh, mr harper 
Could I just correct the Assistant Director's correct title is Assistant Director Housing and Health. It has been, it used to be Housing and Environment, but it is now Housing and Health. Just for those outside, I was reading the script, but um, that's, thank you for that. Mr. Chairman, our administrative um, updates to the Constitution, bearing in mind the um, uh, retirement of the Assistant uh, Chief Executive and the redistribution of some of the responsibilities to other parts of the organisation. So they're uh, uh, an administrative, administrative but important update to the Constitution. Okay, I'm proposing this. Do I have a seconder? Councillor Howell, uh, just to remind you that the recommendation is that the Executive approves the amendments to its scheme of delegation annexed to this report, which I've just read out. Those in favour? Carried unanimously. Thank you very much. Uh, item 11, is any I other items which the Chairman considers to be urgent, and I don't have any. Uh, I just conclude by uh, thanking again the scrutiny uh, piece of work and um, also uh, to Mr Macdonald for his public spe speech uh, and the attention that that will be given. Thank you very much indeed. Meeting closed. Thank you.